It's Monday. It's morning. And it is McCoy. Remix to 2022. Welcome to 2022. Monday Morning McCoy is going to be a little different this year, guys. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, ooh, I want that sheesh. Ooh, I want that Give him that sheesh. (laughs) Well, guess what? You got it. Sounding different so far. Yeah, we're... um, we're switching the show up for 2022, so instead of talking about dark and scary things, we're going to talk about Elon Musk only, baby. Exclusive muskies. <laughs> Listen, I got that. I got a, a fever, and the only cure is that Elioni musky. Darcy's got that musky odor, and he's bringing it to you. Yeah, let's just say I've got my motor running, and it's a musky odor. M- m- you know what I mean? You guys ever say things? <laughs> um, I said something once. So welcome to the Elon Musk update. Today we're going to be talking about Elon Musk's new phone, the Tesla Pi, and you're going to love what he's bringing to the phone game. It's going to have rechargeable. Is that battery. a real thing? It's going to have it. It actually is. Um, Ugh. I don't even don't even get me started. No, we're joking. What if we were serious? What if we started. really turned the show into a Elon Musk discussion? That would no. Be... I meant is the phone. Are they starting to make phones? Is that yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That, everything I just real. said, I think, is is legitimate. I, I still, I still can't tell. Hold I, on. <laughs> okay, so here, let me refresh. Yep, and I see scones. it. Got Everything it. that I just said <laughs> it is about real. the Tesla Pi phone is real. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Guys, welcome okay. to Monday Morning Macabre, the show where me and Scones talk about Elon Musk. Today, we're going to be bringing you something truly spooky and scary. Some bad dads. <laughs> What'd you say? Some bad dads. Yeah, there's some bad so. dads. <laughs> Guys, it's 2022. We got to make the PSA. There's some bad dads out there. Bad dads. Scones, hit them with that <laughs> new 2022 catchphrase. Shit. There's some bad dads out Sheesh. there. I know a couple bad dads. Phil. Phil. You know, I know for, I don't know who the dads you're referring to are, but you seem like a guy who would know some bad dads. Oh, I know a couple bad dads. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture Phil and a couple bad dads cruising around town in a one hot car. Oh, wicked hot car was a bad day. <laughs> yeah, just the opening to Entourage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's him and two real bad dads. When we say bad dads, do we mean like leather jackets smoking cigarette type bad? Or do we mean like left their kids? I guess there's one in the same sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say uh, not exclusive, <laughs> not mutually yeah. exclusive. That Venn diagram, dude, Phil plus bad dads is the Venn diagram of content that us and the listenership is yearning for, Daniel. <laughs> it's real close to a circle. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to 2022. I hope you guys had a good New Year's. Scones, do you do anything fun for New Year's? Uh, yes, I drank and played board games and ate a lot of jalapeno poppers. Ooh, pop me and call me Hal. <laughs> pop me, pop, pop, pop me. How about you? Uh, How about you and the fam? Well, let's just say um, we had some, we had appetizer night at my place, Ooh. which is when you're married, that's the funnest night of the year. <laughs> that does uh, sound pretty sick. Yeah, we made. <laughs> I'm a big appetizer guy as well. Made monkey bread, made some, uh, <gasps> I don't know if you've ever had monkey bread. Oh, I have. Um, does yours usually it's just pepperoni pizza but with balls? Is that the same monkey bread that you nope, know of? Definitely not. Yours are uh yeah. <laughs> Mine's like cinnamony and like sweet. Like banana y maybe? I don't know. I didn't make it, but it was really good. It was just pepperoni but in ball form. We had chick uh uh popcorn chicken, you had french fries, you had <gasps> mozzarella sticks, you got all the appetizers you could ever want, you stupid idiot. Hotsy totsy, Darce with some Motsies. Hi, hotty totty, Darce with Motsies. And I was watching the uh, the New Year's, the Rock and Eve. <laughs> Which one? 
the the one with Ryan's Sequest. Oh, okay. I have some. I watched Ooh. the the very like the climax, the hitting the hitting that midnight on the oh Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson one. What they had one, and it was about as big of a like mess as you picture. <laughs> okay, that's great. <laughs> some producer at NBC got fired. I realized that um, I don't know anybody anymore. You don't know who Pete Davidson is? No, I know Pete Davidson. And I know Miley, <laughs> Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. I'm just saying, like, everyone with, like, Ryan Seacrest, like, all the people that they would cut to, they were just like, sheesh, freeze, hold up. Okay. I'm like, I don't know who you are. Are they, like, ABC Family Show no, stars? No, I think I they're, feel like, like they're, I think lot. they're, like, influencers. Or I guess Freeform, fuck. I think it's influencers. It's like, this oh, is. Oh, yeah. Shondilicus Rhymestein the Fourth, And I'm like, this is some... Like on God, I'd be bussing and I'll say sheesh, but I do not know these these I young TikTokers. Addison Ray, because she it's always a big deal when she's at the UFC fights. Why is it a big deal? I don't know. <laughs> okay, guys, welcome <laughs> to Money More Cobb again. <laughs> we're gonna get started because we're dissecting what the youth's like. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying to be hip. God damn it! It turned twenty twenty two. We aged rapidly. Uh, hey, hey, everybody! I'm gonna be bringing the spooky scary tonight. Or this morning, uh, or wherever it is where you listen. If you're in Europe, fuck you. <laughs> oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Monday morning macabre. Yeah, it could be like Tuesday morning, morning tea or whatever for you UK people. No, that um, doesn't. <laughs> I, are they the other way? <laughs> I don't know. No, whatever. Uh, who Time cares? Time zones are hard. Zones are hard yeah. It's way too hard. Uh, you're telling me that somebody could have flown a plane from Japan to H- Hawaii in 1950s? Yeah, right. Have you seen the map? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to be bringing Scones a, uh, a a story here, a true story, you might say, Ooh. of a new cryptid alert. <gasps> new creepy. That's Phil got a nice tone on that one. Yeah, Phil sound, got that didgeridoo voice. <laughs> that is that does sound a lot like a didgeridoo, or the. It sounds a lot like the didgeridoo on that one episode of SpongeBob, because now that I think about it, that's the only time I've ever heard a didgeridoo. Yeah, I don't know. That's a didgeridoo-don't for me, dog. <laughs> oh, sheesh. Actually, sheesh. welcome to the new podcast, bet, like, Didgeridoo-don'ts. The, <laughs> I bet the transition music in the show Survivor is probably didgeridoo as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. De- guys, send us in your favorite didgeridoo moments. Top 10 didgeridoo Top t- moments. You, there's probably a YouTube channel called- You like, won't believe number six. <laughs> Doctors fucking hate me. Uh, um, <laughs> didgeridoo players fucking hate us. Anyway, anyway, tonight, today, this afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are, we are going to be talking about the Enfield Monster. And did we? Did I Google our catalog to see if we've talked about this? I'm pretty sure we haven't. But it's getting to the point the where we don't know. you had to do that because I also could not remember. <laughs> right. So, Enfield Monster Scones. This is a Medium.com article by Chris Darks. Shout out to Chris oh, Darks. Oh, Chris Darks? Darks. Um, it's still a little early for Halloween, Chris writes. The weather hit 98 the other day. <laughs> Chris fucking is right, although he's wrong <laughs> with the weather. But I came across a story recently straight out of a Halloween horror classic. Classic, Ooh. classic. Surprisingly, this didn't occur right around Halloween. <laughs> okay. The what? setting was rural. But that's imp- <laughs> I, it- <laughs> 
So He's, it's just scary. Is the only the relationship. Surprisingly, relation to this didn't occur right around Halloween, as odd things usually do. The setting was rural <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> I like. It. Oh, that's very like horror movie. Yeah, that's though. classic. Rural that's, that's 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 uh, some uh, Michael Fassbender. What's the what name Michael of Myers? The, yeah, what's the name of that town? Something Hatsfield. Uh, Hats, uh, Hatsfield and the McCoys Hadden? is where Freddy Krueger. <laughs> it's it's Haddonfield. Yeah. Uh, the setting is rural Illinois. The date, April 25th, 1973. Oh. One of the strangest events ever chronicled in Enfield, Illinois. Well, yeah. Because well, nobody else on. knows Let's about li- Enfield. Well, first of all, darts list them off. All right. Well, so number one with a bullet, the Enfield monster <laughs> out in Field, Illinois. Yep. Okay. Number two, the Enfield crop circles. And number three, Enfield's pumpkin patch pants off. Oh, man. That pants off is scary. The pumpkin patch pants off where everyone goes to the pumpkin patch. You rip your pants off, and you find yourself your pumpkin for Halloween. Really? Really good <laughs> icebreaker if you're new in town. <laughs> yeah, if you're new in town and people want to know if you got that didgeridoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. That might be a didgeridoo for some listeners, but we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> check out Enfield, Illinois. Um. <laughs> the night started off with a boy named Greg Garrett who had been playing in the backyard around 9 p.m., catching fireflies and looking at the sea of stars Wow! while attempting to catch the next firefly. His pursuits were soon cut off quickly by what is now known as the Enfield Horror. 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 While Mr. and Mrs. Garrett had been watching TV, young Greg burst. Young Greg is a sick rap name, by the way. <laughs> young, young Greg young burst Greg. on the scene. <laughs> Young Greg's SoundCloud is nothing but hits. (laughs) He burst through the back door crying and acting hysterically. He began to relive what just happened. A monster about four or five feet tall, tiny arms with claws, a slimy gray epidermis, three legs with accompanying claws, and big red eyes the size of flashlights attacked him. Also known as probably an owl, (laughs) the Enfield Horror. (laughs) I wish that's what it said. Uh, Greg's tennis shoes were torn to shreds, claiming it occurred when the monster ran past him and stepped on his feet. This has Hopkinsville like, Goblin vibes. Yeah, it does, right? It runs by and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I had to be to step on your feet. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Garrett were extremely concerned as Greg was not known for making things up. They just couldn't wrap their head around the what he was telling them. The exact moment this situation was going on, the Garrett's neighbor, Henry McDaniel, and his wife were returning home. Henry McDaniel? Yeah, where do you think the McDaniels went that they were returning home from? Dude, they probably got their pants over their shoulder because they just got back from the pumpkin patch. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing better than than an Enfield pumpkin. Yeah, a crisp fall afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Great time to... (laughs) Take them off and grab a pumpkin. Yeah, colder the better. They found their two children in absolute panic. The children claimed the thing had tried to break into the house through the window and a window-mounted air conditioner moments earlier. I don't... Wait, hold on. I read that wrong. The children claimed the thing had tried to break into the house through a door and a window-mounted air conditioner moments earlier. As Mr. McDaniel was listening in disbelief, he heard something, an unusual scratching sound at the front door. McDaniels assumed it was the pumpkin he just got from the pumpkin patch picking contest. Why would the pumpkin be scratching the door? That's the question. It's because his pants weren't on, so he wasn't (laughs) thinking straight. McDaniels assumed it was a stray animal and opened the front door. 
it was at that moment he came face to face with the Enfield horror. He stumbled backwards, slamming the door. Grabbing a flashlight and a twenty-two pistol, he threw the door back open and got another glimpse of the demon. His description of the grotesque creature was identical to that of Greg Garrett. That's interesting. That's where it's things like this where you get corroborated like stories where you're like, ooh, yeah, like, what's going spooky? on here? <laughs> something spooky's going on. Need <laughs> a flashlight and a pistol. It's a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Phil. Rev up the hot car. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Phil. Please keep that out of the studio. Fumes are very it's, hard to deal yeah. with. <laughs> He's You are closing the garage door to the studio. <laughs> we are in a garage. <laughs> he later told police it had three legs on it, a short body, <laughs> two little short arms coming out of its breast area, and two pink eyes as big as flashlights. It stood four and a half feet tall and was grayish colored. It was trying to get into the house. <laughs> you know the eyes are huge too because flashlights were wicked big back then. Yeah, that's this seems to be like the biggest circular object the people in this town know about. <laughs> flashlights. They're like, they're biggest flashlights. Sheesh. Sheesh. Not car car lights, headlights. Sheesh. <laughs> It's like one of them, them car lights. You know the ones that are big as like two or three. You know the car flashlights. The one that are big as two or three flashlights. <laughs> McDaniel opened fire on the monster But while he was positive he hit the horror The bullets did not cause any damage oh, His, his health bar didn't go down at all, dude That's what He's not using silver bullets then That's true, that's a good point Everyone out there, silver bullets Bum, 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 bum Oh, silver bullets just goes to show. You'll be my werewolf girl. Just goes to show everyone. You know, you got to spend more time at the forge. Uh, more crafting. time at the forge, less time with uh, the Lord? No. Less time the, doing the main storyline, guys. Yeah, guys, you got to spend more time side questing, my dear boys. It was a side quest where I met your mother. <laughs> um. <laughs> This. That's a good soundbite. I'm glad we got that clean. Thank you. Let's get that clean soundbite and great. So the bullets did not cause any mortal damage, and he stated it hissed like a wildcat. She, which is she, sweet, sweet, and jumped away, covering 75 feet in wow. approximately. Yeah, that's a lot of feet in approximately three hops. Do you think that's in its Tinder profile? <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm like two feet hops. tall, but I can cover 75 feet in three hops. Wow. Pretty sick. Should be a an athlete. I know. Oh, three legs. Maybe that's cheating. Mm, or maybe it was two legs and he was at the pumpkin patch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> didgeridoo. <laughs> didgeridoo. Yikers. Uh, so it jumps away and disappeared past the railroad tracks. McDaniel immediately called the local police, but the Illinois state troopers showed up on the scene instead. The, the troopers oh, searched through the in. area. This is my crime scene now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the troopers searched through the area but found no sign of the infield horror. They did, however, find scratch marks against the siding, which appeared to be fresh, and scarily enough, they found footprints, three of them, Ooh. with long claw markings. That's pretty scary. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's super... How big Ooh, were the footprints? Likes me. <laughs> How big were the footprints in terms of flashlights? Uh, so I think they were saying they're like four flashlights per print. So that's twelve flashlights size. That's a lot of flashlights, and this thing could that's cover like 
probably close to like it's like 48 duracells i was gonna say this could cover 75 feet what is that like 100 to 150 flashlights just convert like, that to metric real quick for our uk listeners oh um uh is about 150 lanterns 160 queen's gambits yeah, oil lanterns uh. <laughs> that's the british version of a flashlight gotcha so two of the footprints were about four inches wide okay take it back <laughs> oh no and uh, the third one being slightly smaller of course the troopers were puzzled as nothing they could have seen made those footprints. On May 6th, McDaniels was startled awake in the dead of night by the howling of some neighborhood dogs. He pulled himself out of bed, grabbed the gun, and yanked open the front door. What's he going to see, Scones? Jeez, I probably two eyes the size of flashlights. Mm, upon opening, he said he got a better look at the monster. From some distance, negotiating the trestles of the railroad tracks. Negotiating the trestles of the railroad tracks. Yes. What does that mean? That means (laughs) it was walking along the tracks. Stand by me style? Well, so it was having a... Okay, so there was a piece of railroad track on a metal table with a light swinging above its head. (laughs) (laughs) And it was being interrogated by the monster. Right. Because... It wouldn't give up any names. Of course. Right. It wouldn't and tell it wanted him. to tell the monster how it got these scars. It's a whole thing. Yeah, and the monster was trying to figure out how far down the railroad was the dead body to poke with a stick. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. You Glad we wrapped that. all of that up. <laughs> yep. People are like, this is, this is why we're here. <laughs> this is 2022. 2022 is going to be sick. Sick, bros. What a cap off to the start of the year. This time it wasn't in a hurry. It just moved down the tracks. In the days following the odd story, McDaniel felt compelled to tell everyone he could about what he had seen. It sounds like the author's fucking bored of him. Yeah. This guy, he all he fucking every- talks about. <laughs> Before long, droves of monster hunters arrived. Scones. What? All right, podcast audience, we're going to make, we want some monster hunters to show up. Yes, so please. We saw a 15-legged, uh, Scary, spooky monster, so... Yeah, like 30 flashlights wide. Yeah, so, like, get over here. Floods of news... Floods of news trucks, scientists, and curiosity seekers descended onto the town. At one point, the town had become such a circus of media frenzy and tourists, the White County Sheriff threatened to arrest McDaniel if he didn't stop talking about his experience. That does not seem legal. (laughs) Sir, I will... Uh, If you just stop telling that story, I'm gonna shoot you in the fucking head. (laughs) I will fucking kill you. At least five hunters were arrested and charged after being a threat to public safety. After opening fire on a hairy gray thing. Was it like just like an old man nearby? (laughs) What if it was like really an alien? And everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? The judge claimed they were simply, quote, out to raise hell. One man, Rick Rainbow... (laughs) who apparently is a local WWE celebrity, (laughs) who was a news director for WWKI in Kokomo, Indiana, claimed to have seen the Enfield horror as well. Him and three other men witnessed the horror around an abandoned house not much further from the McDaniels house. Rainbow could not get a clear description of the monster because it was in shadows and and had its back towards the men. A local shock jockey named Rick Rainbow. (laughs) He's not lying. Yeah, Rick Rainbow here, and I'm going to tell you, I follow him. In the morning... He did describe it as being gray, five feet tall, and stooped over. Rainbow did manage to record the ungodly screams of the Enfield horror, 
but that recording was not released to the general public. Again, this could just be an old guy. Yeah, it could be. Those cries were heard by others over the next several days near the railroad tracks close to the McDaniels' house. After that night, the creature jumped over the tracks, this time for good. Just as quickly as the monster arrived, it disappeared, never to be discovered again. So but wait, scones. Wait, was Ricky Rainbow's the last one to see it at that point? Yeah, so Rick Rainbow was alleged. I mean, it sounds like he's full of... It's, it's awfully interesting that a radio personality happened to be the one to go and get audio of a monster noise. <laughs> seems very convenient, but yes, he was the last person. Uh, theoretically, to see this monster. In 1978, a case study was opened by a group of researchers who tried to make sense of the situation. The researchers found that no more than three first-hand witnesses claimed they saw the actual monster, but since, their, but since then, their stories have been exaggerated by local news stories and local gossip. It became a bizarre game of telephone where each additional story snowballed into something bigger and more animated. Now, if all these reports are real, why did nobody take any photos of the evidence? Good question. Big good question. Question the the listeners are are clamoring for. They want to know the answer, and I'm going to let them know it in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Are you ready? 5, Are you sitting down? 4, Get ready. 3, Here we go. 2, (gasps) 1. The aluminum siding scratches, the footprints and torn up tennis shoes, or attempt to get any sort of pr- real proof from the monster. Hello? That's such Did a you? weird... Oh. <laughs> no, I'm here. I thought the Enfield monster, like, got you here. <laughs> it's like, hey, no, don't we can't let this out. Um, so there could could this be considered a... Okay, I'm going to read... So he's ripping up tennis shoes. The aluminum siding scratches, the footprints, the torn up tennis shoes, or attempt to get any sort of real proof from the monster. That's not a sentence really, but anyway. Could this be considered a crime scene? May people who think it was an elaborate hoax to bring tourists into town could not explain? I mean, technically people are getting arrested for going out hunting hunting it. Isn't it technically a crime scene? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what what is considered a crime scene, you know? Oh my gosh. All right. Who, so who, these days, <laughs> Phil, crime scene. Yeah. What do you need? Yeah. What are the ingredients to a fresh baked well, crime scene? You bunch of red tape. Yep. Yellow tape. Uh, in a hot car. Oh, then we might have a crime scene on our hands right here. <laughs> we got ourselves a crime scene. <laughs> uh, while the case remains largely forgotten today. It is still one of the most curious cases Benjamin Button ever did see. Whoa! And it makes you sheesh. He's all but he's what, a baby. <laughs> what, it makes you wonder what really took place down in Enfield. It has not been reported on for almost forty years, but that's not to say it isn't still out there, waiting to terrorize another town. <laughs> spook is spook Phil. Phil, are you good? Oh, that was so scared. I don't know. My voice is becoming. Yeah, you're kind of almost... like the lion of the wizard. Of Oz, I was going to say. <laughs> the cowardly lion. Yeah, Phil became the cowardly lion. He got so scared. Um, but that's the Enfield horror, ladies and ladies and not so ladies. <laughs> All you not so ladies out there, and we can, we'll be able to tell. <laughs> this is the ditcher. Because of the didgeridoo. <laughs> well, Guys, I guess that thank you. I hope your New Year's was, uh, as the as the kids say, poggers. What the kids um, say? P- 
poggers, no. I never grow up. Go out and see Spoderman. Darce, I saw Spoderman finally. Just go and saw Spoderman. It's a goodie. It's I'm it should get the official diesel. That Spoderman is that got, is diesel. officially a diesel Spider-Man movie. There's there's a, That puts two <laughs> up on the pedestal. Yeah. There's only you got Spider-Man two. two and I guarantee you, you will not no guess which the other one was. Yes. Uh but anyway. I hope you guys had a good start to 2022. Check out our Instagram, Monday Morning Macabre, our Twitter, MMMacabrePod, and MondayMorningMacabre.com for all of the podcasty stuff you need. And, uh, Scones, you got anything to, to, to tell the listeners? Uh, we got some fun Patreon shit in the pipeline. It's going to be pretty fucking sick. I just got back from Georgia, by the way, visited some family down there. Shoo! Shoo! Scone- a scony went down to Georgia? Had himself a time. <gasps> what kind of time did you have, my dear boy? Oh, you know, uh, fiddle competitions, mm-hmm, uh, midnight mm-hmm. trains. Oh, ooh. Peaches. Okay, somebody's cultured. But yeah, we got some fun Patreon stuff coming down. We got, you picked up, uh, we got a little Fallout, little Fallout stuff? Little oh, Fallout yeah, stuff? yeah. We were thinking of uh, playing a little uh, Fallout 76 together because they just released an entire Mothman expansion. And I don't think either of us have ever played the game. So maybe we'll. Uh, but maybe if you're we'll gonna release it? Mothman and let me go to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, I ain't I ain't saying no. You know maybe we'll record it, post it. Maybe maybe we'll last. Maybe we'll make a little video. Ooh-wee. And uh, besides that, guys, have a good Monday. Have a good Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.